captivating landscapes, flawless tobaccos, elegant presentation. Introducing Pure Origin. At JR Cigar, our innovative team is on a journey for unrivaled flavors and enriching experiences. Along that path, we discovered new, distinctive, and groundbreaking tobaccos from the furthest reaches of the earth and are bringing them right to your home. The intentions are pure, the process is pure, the origin is pure. JR Pure Origin. Ladies and gentlemen, here we are. It is uh, episode 379 of Smoke Night Live. It's Friday Night Herf on the dojo, and you guys all know what that means. We're hanging out. We're smoking some cigars, some premium cigars, some amazing cigars tonight. I hope you get your Avo, your Camacho, your Davidoff out. That's what we're doing tonight on the show. It's going to be amazing. We'll bring on our guests in a minute, but before we get there, Jordan... Yo! What an amazing week this is. Uh, we, we have so much to talk about. We do. We do. We sure do. And I'm smoking <laughs> the good stuff. David Off. Cigar oh, Dojo. You I'm not edition. I'm gonna save I'm gonna save what I'm smoking um for a little bit. I'll tell people what I'm smoking. But it's Friday night, and uh look, our studio audience. So we got Matt and Scotty in the house. Scotty, your uh review posted today of the Knuckles Sandwich Connecticut, yes, which sure was a did. fantastic review. Everybody should go check that out. See what I did. See how it went. Yeah. What's I, Scott? What is Scott doing? Scott, I don't know. See what he's doing. Most days I don't know what I'm doing, so I'm just rolling with it, smoking cigars, Scotty, drinking bourbon, having a good time. Scotty, I thought that was an uh, especially good review. I thought it was apt. If you are a uh, Espinosa fan or a Guy Fieri fan. I think you should check it out. Uh, it was very well written. Good job, my friend. Thank you. Thank yeah. you very much. Very well written. Yeah, go check that out. It's a really good re- review. That's what we do on CigarDojo.com. We review cigars. So you forget sometimes. Sometimes you forget <laughs> what we do. Um, this Sunday, uh, we're going to talk about this more later in the show, but I'm going to just give you a little precursor. Uh, this Sunday is our annual Cigar Barbecue, and Cigar Barbecue has been going since... <laughs> 2011, which is if you if you're a fan of the dojo, you'll know. 2011 is an entire year before the dojo started. Yes, we've been doing cigar dojo before, prior to. You mean uh, cigar barbecue? Cigar barbecue, yeah. Cigar. Is that, what did I say? Cigar dojo. Oh, cigar. <laughs> we've been doing cigar barbecue prior to uh, cigar dojo. So here's the thing, guys. On Sunday, get. Some meat, get some hot dogs, Hashtag get some hamburgers, whatever you want. <laughs> um, <laughs> there you go. We're gonna have fun on Sunday. Here's the deal with cigar barbecue: you just smoke cigars, you cook meat, you drink whatever you want to drink. If it's non-alcoholic, fine. Uh, if it's alcoholic, fine. Whatever. We just basically we hang out all day. We cook meat, smoke cigars, we drink drinks, we play music. It's going to be an amazing day. Do it from wherever you are, and you can win some amazing prizes, which we're going to talk about in a little while when we get into the show, because it's sort of topical to our guest tonight. And let's not waste any time, Jordan Schultz. Let's do it. Let's bring on our guest, who hasn't been on the show for quite some time, and it's no fault. It's my fault. No fault of his own. My fault. 
We haven't had Eddie Guerrero on the show. Eddie, welcome back to Smoke Night Live, my friend. Gentlemen, it is a pleasure to be back. My intention is to have a hell of an evening tonight. Your intention. <laughs> your intention. <laughs> you dog. Are your intentions pure? I hate you for that. That was. A, uh, I, I shouldn't. I shouldn't laugh at that, but I did. Eddie, you are yeah. the senior brand manager of not only Avo, not only Camacho, but Davidoff. All three of three of the biggest brands in the world, my friend. Uh, that is an impressive title. Uh. Thanks, man. It's um, come a long way since we first met. It, it's been uh, it's been a hell of a journey getting here. Um, I've been with the company holding that position now for four years, and uh, not to sound cheesy, but uh, you know, yeah, it's a title. But if it wasn't for my team, I wouldn't be able to do what we do. So it's been a been a good time, man. Super Eddie, excited, a lot of great stuff. Eddie, you're you're a very humble guy. But uh, let's give let's give the um, let's give just give a because you've been on the show before and we've explained this, but I think it's due now because it's been so long since you've been on the show. Let's do a little Reader's Digest sort of version of how you got to where you're at. I mean, it, it's an amazing journey because here's the thing. Last week, Eddie, we had um, Klaus Keller on the show, just started his own cigar factory in the DR. I know you're good buddies with Klaus, and we talked a lot about how he got to where he is, but you have a really, really interesting story, and it's kind of like the dream, the reason why last week's show and this week's show are interesting is it's doing these types of jobs, these are the dreams that all of us, you know, schlubs like me and Jordan and Scott and Matt and all the people that are watching, we all dream of these types of jobs, owning our own cigar factory or being the head of a you know, a senior brand manager for brands like you are, and and you you started off as just a, a cigar fan Do you have a yourself. Tiger in your in your room somewhere? <laughs> Sounded like a tiger. <laughs> was that a tiger? I have, I have I have Jack locked up over here. That was my nickname back in college. Oh God! Oh Jesus Christ! This is gonna be fun. I thought this is gonna be fun. Um, so you know what? It's crazy you asked me that question, man, because I, I actually had like a a deep moment of reflection. Mm. Uh, I want to say about a week and a half ago, because a week and a half ago, you know, thanks to Facebook, you get those like memory notifications. Yeah. And, and a week and a half ago was essentially my 10th year being in, in cigar business, um, which was kind of cool. So like, it was like a really deep reflection of everything that I've been able and blessed to do um, throughout this journey that hopefully yeah. kind of rides the day I die. That's, that's my, my goal. Um, but so the cliff notes, uh, come from a hospitality family. I got a hospitality background, um, opening up restaurants, nightclubs, bars, hotels. I was relocated to Asia. I was living in Thailand where I was, um, I opened up two hotels there and at the, uh, great age of 32, I decided I'm only working for myself in the future. And it's a, it's a really long story how it happened, but I started importing. I was I became the largest importer and distributor of non-Cuban cigars for Southeast Asia. And in that process, I opened up uh, my own whiskey and cigar bars, and it was phenomenal. And I did that uh, for three years, and I was never, ever 
moving home because I built an empire. I thought I did at a young age. And, you know, I learned quickly why it's great that we're American and <laughs> living in other countries when I was there. And like the military overthrew the government and all bank accounts were frozen, all crazy things. So Jeez. my life kind of, yeah, that was like a nutty story. But luckily enough, as I was a huge imported distributor for a lot of brands, you know, I was blessed with the opportunity that when I moved home, I could continue being in the, the cigar industry just now in the United States. Um, and I took a little bit, uh, almost like a year off because my whole goal wasn't to work for a brand at the time. It was just like, I want to still try to open up another whiskey and cigar bar, but I'm trying to do it in South Florida because I was back home and I learned quickly the difference in cost between mm. Asia and South Florida. So uh, long story short, I held out and held out. I was rejecting jobs. And then finally I said, you know what? I do have an end goal, which we'll get to that in a minute, but if I'm going to do it, I'm going to follow my path, my way, uh, since I've learned how to market hospitality and luxury lifestyle. And at the end of the day, that's what cigars are. Some people just don't realize it. It's really a, a hospitality style business. And I started off uh, working at Gurkha. I was their marketing director. Uh, and that was a pretty cool journey jumping into the United States cigar market because it was definitely from a very different perspective. A lot of people didn't understand why I made that decision, but I was very proud of, of making that decision at the time because I essentially learned packaging, design, and product launching from who someone I would consider one of the best people to ever do it. Um, and that was great. And that lasted for a while. And very, you know, they gave me a platform uh, to do what I do. And I think in a matter of, it was during a really interesting time with the whole FDA thing. So in a matter yeah. of two years, I, I launched 60 plus products in two years from design to uh, market. And it was a lot of box manufacturing and product design. And it was awesome, man. And, and that uh, knock on wood got the attention of Altidus USA. And I ended up there, which was very different as you could imagine going from a single family owned company to a multinational monster of what is essentially the largest tobacco company in the planet um, at the time. And uh, that was great. So I became the senior brand director for uh, Monte Cristo and uh, Trinidad and Henry Clay and all that kind of stuff. And it was a, it was a really interesting project because I, I always tend to go up against the grain I never wanted to do what's easy. So like, I remember even on my recruitment interview, I was like, give me Trinidad. And they were like, Trinidad, you, you don't want like Romeo Julieta. I was like, no, give me Trinidad. I'm going to figure <laughs> that out. And, um, you like a challenge. I, I mean, that's why I, yeah, it was great. You know, because dude, I don't need to be in this business. I mean, I'm, I chose this business because it's a life passion for me. I wanted to honestly do what I love. Right. And so fuck it. I might as well like really have a challenge while doing it. And, you know, that's where the whole Trinidad Espiritu came out of. And, you know, I got, I got to do some really amazing projects yeah. with, with Alter CSA. And I worked with a lot of amazing people and I had some mentors throughout the process. Uh, it, it was an amazing ride. And then, um, you know, the dream job kind of landed on my lap after a little over two years with Alter CSA and, uh, thanks to the Trinidad, I guess it caught the attention of somebody in Switzerland some way, somehow. And I 
I ended up at Davidoff USA, which was the dream, man, like to get there and to be able to turn around and kind of look back like it's been 10 years, but it's only been seven in the United States, you know, and to turn around and kind of look back and be like, how the hell am I in charge of Davidoff <laughs> for the last and I've been there for four years. So if you can imagine, it's been like my my career has escalated quickly in terms of the cigar business, but it's been such an amazing ride throughout that process. And we've been able to develop and do so many cool things. And it's it's, it's interesting to be able to do it in, in a huge multinational company when <laughs> George is commenting. It's awesome. And like, so it's huge. To, it's crazy to be able to do it in such a large company when we really just do it, our intention is straight passion and what we would want to do and receive as a consumer ourselves. You know, it's a little selfish from that point of view, but I feel like it's actually authentic from that point of view. Right. Because you, Eddie, you are, I think what uh, maybe a lot of people watching may not know, Eddie, he's just like us guys. He's a cigar guy through and through. Like um, your, your passion is cigars. There's a lot of, there are people in this industry and there's absolutely nothing wrong with what I'm about to say. I'm not, I'm not, um, I'm not cutting them down in any way, but there are a lot of people in this industry where, you know, they're just like a, a marketing guy that just happens to be in the cigar industry or they're a, uh, you know, a, a brand person that just happens to be in the industry. Eddie, you are, you are a cigar guy through and through you. You love this stuff. You, you smoke other yeah. brands. You try to figure out what's happening hot just like we do just like all of us do and 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 that leads us into this let's all go through real quick um eddie what are you smoking tonight everybody always wants to know what you're smoking tonight so it's friday night there's going to be multiple cigars smoked this evening so starting the dojo night this is uh yet to be released but everybody knows about it because we announced it uh, it'll be a first box opened in the united states of the avo seasons summer edition that's going to be in stores um, June 19th. Boom. Okay. So that's around the corner. Um, and it is a stunning Diadema Avo. And I, I'll get into that whole concept later of, of how seasons happen. And then yeah. after that. Yeah, after that. We are going to do the, uh, Ooh, the Lancero. Millennium Lancerio. And then after that, <laughs> we are going to do the Davidoff Chef's Edition because Ooh. it's Friday. So it's, we're going in for the marathon. It's, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's at least a three cigar night. All right, Scotty, uh, what do you got, Scotty? What are you smoking tonight? Oh, I am rocking the newly released Factory Unleashed version three from Camacho. Yes! There you go. Uh, yes! Maddie, what do you got? I am smoking the same. <laughs> You're oh. smoking the same? And Jordan, what are you smoking tonight? I am smoking the, uh, I already said this, but the Dojo Davidoff 2018. Oh, that's right. You already edition. said that. This thing is, so I think the last time I smoked this bad boy was uh, when the Avs won the cup last year. Right, right. I am time. smoking the Avo Spring Edition. There it is. Boom, boom. Look at that beautiful thing. I love this cigar, Eddie, because it has this great salty, sweet, uh, you know, taste right on the tongue. Um, so let's just jump right into Avo first, since we can talk about Avo, cool. Camacho, and Davidoff. Let's talk about the season's release. Uh, this is the only one that has been released so far, the one that I'm smoking here, the yep. spring. Now, Eddie, I got to say, um, so last was it last year you did the Northwest, Southeast uh, release? Two, two, the two years ago? Two years. Two years ago. Two and a half, almost three. Yeah, yeah three. 
So, so this is a sort of a similar concept, except for it's spring, summer, autumn, winter. Did I get that right? Yeah. Yeah, I got that right. Um, th- this is a cool idea because I think, Eddie, in my opinion, my palate changes with the, the seasons. And so this matches really well with, I think, um, what cigar smokers might experience throughout the year. Let's talk about the season's release. How did it come to be? What was the thought behind it? And what can people expect, you know, for the summer, for the uh, fall, and for the winter releases? Oh, man, I'll tell you the whole story right now. It's It was it's almost like so perfect it's fake, but it's absolutely <laughs> true story. So, um, I run, so just listening, he's on the chat. So, like, Georgia and I... My first year at Davidoff, we go to um, uh, Viaje de Origen uh, trip. There you go to the Dominican Republic, and we take a lot of retailers, and they, they do, like, that whole factory tour experience. So, you know, we go, obviously, to be host. And at the same time, I have, like, an ulterior agenda of, like, let me start working on some some products uh, for the next couple of years. And, you know, we're, we're smoking. We're having this, like, really random conversation after everyone leaves. And uh, it's just one of those things of like, man, you know, it'd be great right now. A cigar that kind of like tasted like this while I'm looking at like this sunset mm. with like this type of weather and like, you know, and I'm having this conversation and, um, at the time, a lot of ideas who was there at the time was like, you know, I've created something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what, the fuck? what do you mean? You've created something like that. He's like, yes, I had a cigar that was just for the summer. And I was like, oh, man, that's super neat. You know, so like trips over, we leave, nothing happens. And I'm like, it's racking me in the brain. And then it's just kind of like, you know, I, I have these moments where it's like, like, how do we picture ourselves in scenarios? And how would you enjoy a cigar in that scenario? Like, look, right now I'm I'm drinking rum. Like for, for some reason in the summertime, I'm a rum man. Maybe it's because I'm in Florida. I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm Cuban. I don't know. But it's just <laughs> there's certain times of the year that I yeah. just I eat certain things. I drink certain things. Like I can't drink bourbon this time of the year. It's because of the heat and all that stuff. So you start thinking of all these perfect scenarios. And you start thinking of like, you know, in the springtime, like just the air is crisp and cool. Uh, and like just everything smells green. So like it's almost like how do you create a cigar that represents that time of year? Right. And then – that's really how it happened. Then the whole plan came about like, well, man, I don't want people thinking like, Hey, I like this one better than the other one because I smoke Corona's and you smoke Robusto's and yada, yada, yada. So I was like, the best thing to do is just make them all the exact same size. So there is like fair, even Stevens. If you collect, if you're a collector, I'm a nerdy ass collector. So if you're a collector, you're going to collect all the seasons and you can smoke them all and, and, and judge them appropriately and see how you feel about them. But like, they all have a fair chance to be, I judge every cigar smoke. So um, that's kind of like that, how that whole process came. So when, when you see like a, lot, a lot of the marketing materials behind it, we're not really describing cigar flavors and what you're going to get. What we are describing is the atmosphere that they should be enjoyed in. Mm. You know, so like in, in the summer, like it's be looking at a sunset while enjoying a cigar, drinking a rum in the heat just after you were just in the beach, like sun soaked, like kind of put yourself in that mentality in that state of mind, that's when you should enjoy that cigar. Or at least we hope 
you smoke it, it kind of transports you there mentally. Right. That's that's the whole idea behind it. So. Yeah, I I gotta say the uh, the spring uh, one is is delicious. It's right up my alley. I can see myself smoking this pretty much any season, but I do I do am sort of transported to the the you know Casa de Campo Beach. I'm hanging out with you guys. We're having you know maybe a mojito or something with some rum, some good rum. So what a great idea! I love that idea. And so then these will. The the summer one hits. You said June in June. Did you say what 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 day? Nineteenth. Yeah, June nineteenth. So the idea is to bring them out every three months. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just it's weird. Like so, normally limited editions people release like twenty five hundred boxes. We only did fifteen hundred boxes, so we kind of did less quantity here. But because of the cadence of every three months, the idea was to always keep something nice and fresh throughout mm-hmm. the entire year so like we're actually releasing six thousand limiteds mm-hmm. you know when you when you did the math so it's it's really cool um i'm super stoked yeah absolutely uh let's just move right into the camacho we've got two years in a row eddie two years in a row the camacho yeah. factory unleashed has been our uh value cigar of the year um fantastic and now we've got the factory unleashed three which is a little darker, uh, San Andreas-wrapped cigar. Uh, let's talk about Factory Unleashed 3. Is this going to be something that's every single year from here on out, or have you thought that through yet, or what? Um, you know, for right now, I, I think that the third one would probably be the last one for the okay. time being, just because I don't want to three, four, five, six. You know what I mean? Like, it almost kind of loses its speciality. Right. You know, and the whole idea, I mean, you've been to the trip. You know what it's like to be at the factory and that whole experience. And we kind of wanted to capture that essence with these cigars. But I don't I, – I want it to be authentic. You know, I, I don't think we want it to be like this cheesy, like get ready for 10 years of factory unleashes. Like, mm. nah, man, like let's keep it – let's keep it organic. Let's keep it real. We're going to do it for three years. Keep that, you know, demand there nice and high. And then do we bring it back in two years after that? More than likely. I don't know. I just got to – Gotta let it breathe a little bit, but the idea was, you know, create these incredible cigars or reminiscent of that first night, the blending experience. But we also did a a, a Habano wrapper for the first one. Uh, we're doing a, we did the Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper on the second, you know. So now we're in San Andreas. So it's almost Habano Connecticut Maduro, kind of hit that full palette. And yeah, man, it, it's I I think I'm a little biased. But I, I think they're phenomenal. I, I think, man, three sugar value cigar of the year again, man. I, I, I think it, I think it should win it because it, is, it is ridiculously full flavored, full mouth feel. Yeah, yeah, man, I, I love it. Now the uh, Camacho just recently uh, published its, uh, basically its event schedule, uh, which. Um, oh yeah. We are also posting, of course, because you can do the Camacho digital experience on Dojoverse.com. If you haven't joined that group yet, you should. You can earn your own set of uh, badges and, and, and awards in the Camacho area that's separate sort of from the Dojoverse. But this schedule of events is – it's it's like REO Speedwagon and Journey. Like it's, it's – you guys are going all the way through the country hitting as many – you know, places as possible. This is a very, very um, ambitious 
um, event yeah. schedule for I, I assume Jack and some other guys. That was guys my nickname to, back in college. <laughs> I assume <laughs> I assume Jack and maybe some other guys are going to be on this tour because it's it's pretty much like constant like throughout the summer. Yeah, man. I mean, we uh, you know you saw the Camacho tour. It's 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 literally about the same amount of dates as the Avo tour. As, as well, just completely different concept. The the Camacho tour is, man, you know, trying to create, we had like, I had this time in the office when, when we joined the company and we were like, man, you know, I hate events because the way it has evolved in this, this industry in the United States is people are just stacking a bunch of boxes on tables yeah, and just right. say hey man buy three get two and, and like I, I i hated that because i was like that's not an event bro that's a sale right you know and, and and doing sales you will not become loyal to my brand because you're going to go back in three days when the next brand does a sale so our whole goal and ambition was like let's stop all that and moving forward we're just going to be building these tours and yeah we're going to go over the top dude but we're going to build experiences. I want somebody to leave. We, by the way, we stopped calling them events. Now we call them experiences. And it's like, I want people to leave and go home and talk about like, man, that one time that, you know, I met Latin thunder and they were like doing grilling burger competitions. And like people were doing all sorts of crazy fun stuff. They took over parking lots. Like I want that. I want somebody that remembers Camacho changed their Thursday night. Mm. And you're always going to talk about it. And yeah, you had great cigars and yeah, you met a lot of good people, but you're, you're not going to forget the brand that kind of hits you, you know, where it matters. And, and, you know, we, when we sit around and we talk about like, what are we going to do the following year? Cause we, we plan a year or two years ahead. And it's, it's always like, I, I always kind of, my mantra is, all right, guys, What's, what are we going to do and create that's going to get us to leave our home on a Thursday night and tell our wife or bring our wife like, hey, I'm going out, you know, and I'm going to have a night with Camacho. What could we create that does that for you versus like, hey, like, because I'm not going to leave my house to go get a sale. You know what I mean? I could show up tomorrow and pick up the same sale. So that that's kind of like what we've been doing. And logistically, it's, it, it's, it's overwhelming. But to put you know, white lightning on the road, that's Jack, that's George's last thunder. <laughs> to put white lightning on the road for this year. That was year, my nickname back on, in college. I, I can't, yeah, I got to stop doing that. Yeah, to put them on, on the road for 65 plus experiences, you know, in, in, in just this short amount of time. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's definitely a lot, but it's amazing, man. We're having like pit master barbecue people show up at all these experiences. We're having like, uh, overlander community meetups you know with jeeps and land rovers and all kind of stuff and really like tapping into this whole off the grid lifestyle um so yeah that's that's what you saw that's what we're doing and you know i hope everyone enjoys it it seems like we're getting we've already done uh 14 of them and the feedback's been pretty outstanding so, yeah if, if you guys are interested um if you just go to the dojoverse.com's um, events page, you can see that on June 9th, they'll be in Madison, Alabama. A, June 13th, they're going to be in Virginia Beach. Uh, June 16th, uh, Akinani, Iowa. And then June 23rd, Burleson, Texas. And it just goes on and on and on from there. You can uh, all find those dates yourself, but um, they're on dojoverse.com if you're interested. 
that's an amazing uh, way to way to do this. Giving something you know memorable and experience because we've all been to the regular events, like you said, Eddie, and we've done we've done the buy three get two free stuff a million times, and that's fun. But um, and then you know. an especially cool one in August, late August. Late, yeah, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that later. Oh yeah, we will. We will talk about that later. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about Davidoff. You got a couple of amazing Lanceros that were announced, and you're going to smoke one of those later. Uh, tonight, Eddie. But what's going on with uh, Davidoff these days? Uh, I mean, Davidoff is is such a um, a unique animal because it's it really has a lot of real history that you got to honor, right? So, like, I, I've been a part of other companies where they also have a ton of history, and you have a lot of respect for brands. But this is a family owned business and it always has been and and to to really honor that that's been within the same family for you know 100 plus years it's kind of crazy to be able to to manage that inside the united states and and one thing that that i'm sure a lot of some people may have seen this year that are on the show if not you'll see it um, we've been really promoting a lot uh, our new campaign, the Davidoff difference, you know, so it, it's really about honing in these 300 facts that, of things that we do differently. And we're very proud of doing very differently compared to our peers in this industry. Um, it doesn't mean that we're better. It doesn't mean that anyone else is better. It's just us being able to um, talk about how we do things and, and the way our products are made and um, the love and the care and how incredibly vertically integrated we are as a unit. Um, we have a tagline there that is, it's very unique to us and that I, I love this tagline. It, it's, it's Caribbean passion with uh, Swiss precision. Mm-hmm. And, and that, that kind of really speaks to the DNA, DNA of our brand because everything is so methodically thought out and everything is so on purpose. Um, right on what we do with the brand and and a lot of that is also in thanks to uh, our retail partners our appointed merchant network um you know while other brands you know because camacho is not strictly an appointed merchant network but other brands and other companies you know they're selling to three thousand plus doors in the united states you know davidoff sells to only 300 you know so we're we're very selective about uh, who we partner up with to represent our brand. And, and we want to honor that through this whole campaign and the way we're actually, we actually have a Davidoff tour a little bit different. You know, we, we hone in on Davidoff gastronomy, which is something we're very proud of. You know, we're hosting 50 Davidoff dinners throughout the country that are just as unique. Um, we're also doing white parties and then we're, we're launching, uh, now something that's going to be very unique that we partnered up with an incredible um chocolatier that's doing like you know the way we break down cigars if everyone's seen the artwork where you break it down in pieces we're doing one that um this chocolatier is creating chocolates that matches the cigars Mm. uh break down flavor notes so it's kind of going to be like a really neat 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 experience and um you know and and a part of Honoring the Davidoff difference, you know, aside from us doing our annualized uh, limited editions, 
we we wanted to honor our legacy, you know, and our legacy had um, those two Lanceros that were out. Technically, one's a Penitenta Larga. Okay. That's a Lancero, right? Um, which so, so you're doing, you know, you you're had, doing all four of them throughout the year, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, there, there, yeah, there's more to come, man. There, there's, there's, it's going to actually carry over for two years. So we have a lot of things that will be in, that are in the pipeline. They are going to be released. And, you know, for me as a full-blown nerd, I <laughs> am, I'm lucky I, I have access to it, but like, these are all, uh, Jack, uh, these are all, um, super collectibles, you know? So, you know, the Millennium Lancero has been discontinued for years. The fact that people always talk about it like, oh my God, or this and that. And, you know, and it, for us, it wasn't about like, yeah, Lanceros typically don't sell. We know that, but th this is part of our history and this is part of our, our tradition and our legacy. So we wanted to honor that. And that's why it's out. And it's crazy because it sold out instantaneously. Right. Wow. So, um, you know, when everyone's like, hey, they never sell, they never sell. And then all of a sudden, you know, so, you know, Davidoff is, I feel very honored to be able to um, do what I get to do and work with the team I get to work with when it comes to Davidoff. It's, it's a hell of a ride. All right. Now I got to, I got to put on my, um, I got to put on my uh, interviewer media cap for a second. Journalism. <clears throat> Journalisming. I'm going to do some journalisming <laughs> cool. here. I, I, I hope it's okay. Um, recently, uh, recently uh, we've found out that, um, now, the, uh, a few years ago, I think it was 2019, the big four, uh, which we would call Davidoff, Drew Estate, Altidus in general. 2020. Was it 2020? Yeah. Okay. Uh, they sort of pulled out of the PCA trade show, um, but now we're starting to see them come back um, to the trade show. Obviously, Forged will be back this year, and I think Altidus next year. Uh, what's the status on Davidoff and the Premium Cigar Association trade show? So, um, you know, normally people would like dance around this question because it, it's um, technically above my pay grade to answer. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, That's amazing. So, no, it, it, it is. You know, here's what I would say, man, and, and I, I think it's it's very important. I mean, there is no doubt how much we put into this industry and all of our retail partners and as an industry that we support in so many different ways, you know, our, our main goal in everything we do is to bring value to them. And, uh, that that's the mission, you know, I, I can't honestly, it's beyond my figure, but like, I can't honestly tell you cause I, I honestly don't know. Okay. You know, uh, what, what is, is happening? What I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to call BS on this answer. <laughs> <laughs> you know, here, here's what I do know. Like, like major companies, like the, the, the cost that it takes to, to go to anything major, like you can't make that decision within a year. You would have to plan for the following year just because sure. annualized budgets and expenditures. So, um, yeah, I don't know. All right, we'll fair enough. Out. He does not know. Eddie does not know. know. Translated, he's totally lying to us. Uh, that's all right. But um, They're coming back. When, <laughs> when we come back after the commercial break, we've done some stalking. We've done some social media stalking on Eddie. And uh, we're going to – As you do. He, yeah. he doesn't even know that we're going <laughs> to – he has no idea 
<laughs> what we're going to do, but we're going to bring up some uh, some social media stocking posts after the show. We're also going to talk about, Jordan, Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest and what to expect because it's Ca- the best Camacho is highly integrated this year, like they were last year, but even more so more, this year. Yeah. Even more oh, so this year. We're going all in. Oh, yeah. They're going, going all, all in. in because Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest is the most amazing event of the year. And I would say, Jordan, the dojo, the dojo events event. are well. It's not just an event now; it's three. events. Yeah, four maybe. It's events. You have to you have to put an S on the end of there. Mm-hmm. But let's go right to our commercial, Jordan. Ladies and gentlemen, this show is sponsored by JR Cigars, one of the world's largest online cigar stores. JR's inventory ranges from everyday bundled cigars to incredibly high end boxes, plus a large selection of cigar accessories. Enjoy the best prices on your favorite brands such as Romeo y Julieta, Monte Cristo, Crown Heads, Davidoff, and many more. Make sure to try one of their exclusive lines such as the Drew Estate Nightshade or the limited edition Cigar Dojo 10th Anniversary Champagne by Perdomo. Celebrate over 50 years of excellence and stock up on your favorite cigars today. This is episode 379 of Smoke Night Live. We are chatting with none other than the senior brand manager of Avo, Camacho, and Davidoff, Eddie Guerrera. Eddie, welcome back to Smoke Night Live, my friend. It's time to get into some fun. We've been doing some stalking of you on uh, social media. The creepy type. The creepy kind of... uh, stalking that you do uh, you know when it's late at night and you're like gee what is this guy up to <laughs> and you start like looking at his, like some of his posts you're looking at a his lot. social media feed <laughs> and um we'll talk about a few of these uh so we like to call this segment jordan social media stalking bomb 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 jordan you're supposed <laughs> well, to like well you didn't tell me to have a uh, you're spo- you, that's when you like you like hit that button you're like social media there yeah there we go there we go so eddie i took a look um back i went back some time i hope this first one is actually you and not like one of your brothers um but i think it's you um so let's start (laughs) off right off the bat jordan let's throw the first one out there what do we got all right so this this picture is this you eddie yeah okay all right thank god shoosh I was pretty sure that it was just based on the look. Now let, let's. I think we've all sat in one of these chairs that left. He just like, went back. Yeah. <laughs> he um, just went back. What is this like? Nineteen eighty eighty one or something like? Uh, it, it's probably nineteen eighty six. If I had to take okay. a guess. Look at you. You're already. You're already for uh, Thailand in a whiskey cigar bar. Like, there's no doubt about yeah. that. <laughs> your leg like slips through one of those slats and you get caught dude in that it. was the worst oh. <laughs> look at those glasses the glasses are literally like uh like that's like he's like already like this you, by the way we should know he's already dressing nice we, we jordan don't we have like a basically we eddie we have basically like a, a mount rushmore of like stylish dudes like it's like you it's pretty much just you and her clothes her clothes <laughs> i can't think of <laughs> I can't. I can't think of the other guys. Uh, Who do we? Who else do we have in there, Scotty? I can't think of. Yeah, we need two more because right now we only have Eddie competing. We only have Eddie and Michael. You gotta. You gotta admit, uh, Eddie. uh, Michael is a. He's he's up there with the the stylish guys. 
and and we're his uh, distribution partner now. So I, I, I should, you know, I spent a lot of time with Michael. Man, you know, when you talk about like, you mentioned like, hey, we're all cigar nerds. Like, something I wanted to mention then, I just didn't have the time to. Like, it's so crazy for me because a lot of these people that I like idolized when I was living abroad are my peers now and have become my friends. And like, I still get like, yeah, I have a great position. Yeah. I've spent a lot of time with these people, but there's still, I still get like fanboy moments, you know, with, oh, with right. other people. Do you know what I mean? Cause they were very instrumental in my, you know, want and desire to be into this business. Anyways, long story short, Mike and I have become great friends and we talk all the time and we do a bunch of stuff, but like he was, one of the people like when i first was moving into back to the united states he was like one of the first people i contacted and i was like hey man you know how do we you know how can i work together with you like i'm, I'm not just trying to work with anybody i'm trying to work with people i really want to work with and and like mostly just guys that dress nice right <laughs> yeah no but he got like he 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 got it in my opinion you know so like michael Michael's a great dude, you know, aside from him dressing phenomenally, uh, he's <laughs> phenomenal. He's, oh, oh man. The audience is chiming in now, giving us a little more ideas. Uh, we've got Kyle Gellis. Okay. Yeah. He, he's yeah. definitely in the running. Uh, yeah, he's swaggy. He's, yeah. he's, oh. he's got some swagger. Oh, yeah. yeah. That young energy, right? Uh, mm -hmm. Charles Green says Rocky. Okay. Uh, like some, yeah. sometimes, right? Yeah. I think he's kind of dressing down more Very, often nowadays, but uh, still classy. When, you're, when you're that wealthy, you don't need yeah. to dress. <laughs> you don't need to worry about it anymore. And then Mike Haken says the guy from Illusioni. I don't know if he's talking about Fred or no. or Dion, but no. neither of those guys dress nice. Get yeah. out. I, I wait. First of all, I love the way Dion dresses. He dresses like rockabilly style. Rockabilly, yeah. Like I dig it. It's but it's not. He's rad. The, it's a different style entirely. But yeah, Fred dresses just like you know bacon. And which is great. Um, <laughs> all right, Jordan, let's go to the second uh, social media stalking Close image. All right, so this one, Whoa. this is really interesting, uh, Eddie. Maybe you can describe this. This is a picture from Facebook. You said this is the third most magnetic yeah. place on Earth. I'd like you to tell tell us about this what? image. Man, that is – so that, that just happened, right? So I uh, – for my one year anniversary of my marriage and my birthday is like the week before I kind of like coupled it into one and, and we went on a trip. So I, I'm one that loves, have this affinity with going to Spain. Like it's just, yeah. I love Spain and it has probably a lot to do with my, my, the heritage of my family, but Spain's an amazing place, but that particular place is, yeah. is very special to me. So that's in the Island of Ibiza. And a lot of people know Ibiza of being like just like super rock and roll party place, but it, it's also just just super majestic place with incredible beaches and incredible restaurants. So we went there to go experience all of that. But that spot, um, it, it's called Esvedra, which it's mm. uh, it's written there, and you you could Google the significance of that island. But that is the third most magnetic place in the world, aside from wow. the North Pole and the center of the Bermuda Triangle. Oh, literally. And, yeah, literally. And it's, you know, be, with that, it's said, like, there's dude, thousands of years of histories of, like, crazy witness stories and stuff like that. But I've been to Ibiza prior, when uh, not with my wife, and I took a, a boat to that island. You can't swim on that island, you know. Was, uh, you can't get on that island. But And I jumped into water, and it's like, 
a lot of people talk about like how it's like really weird feeling and and like it's super magical and um it was probably one of the most crazy moments of my life being there the first time and and the second time to be able to to go with my wife um was, was super special to me and it was uh it, it, it's a long story that's like a, a beautiful place to go and they say you go and you make wishes and all that mm. blah 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 and and you know uh, at that time i was there and i was wishing to to meet somebody that would change my life forever and i met my wife when i got home and and, wow. and to be there with her three years later was like super impactful for me and and it, it, it's just super cool and it was such an amazing trip that i just came back from so yeah so, By the way, in that really picture, in that picture, Eddie is smoking the Davidoff Royal, which is oh, yeah. eighty dollars, eighty dollars a stick, essentially about that. And it is an is it is one of the most amazing cigars you'll ever smoke. I would normally I would never say an eighty dollars cigar is worth every penny. That cigar is worth every penny. And and Eddie, when I was at the uh, Davidoff headquarters uh, a few years back, I was walking around with Dylan. Austin and there was two pallets he, he we walked back into the warehouse and there was sort of two pallets and they I was were with you. Yeah. yeah they were filled to the top each each with boxes of royal and I was just looking at the pallets <laughs> and I was thinking to myself How much is this, worth? this is like a quarter million dollars worth of royals yeah. sitting in front of me like <laughs> yeah it's wild man and, yeah. and that was like our allocation for the year because we don't release so many of them right like they're they're super yeah. rare and special but yeah, it, that's uh, and for me, imagine the one of the most magnetic places in the world. With to me, was one of the most incredible cigars mm. in the world. Hands there you down, go. Like, magnetic. <laughs> there you go. All right, let's go to social media stalking uh, image number three, Jordan. What do we got? Number three. All right, now Eddie, uh, this particular picture I I wanted to bring up because this looks like it's out of a Wes Anderson movie. Oh, totally. And I want to know, like. Did you take this picture yourself? No. Or yeah, did your did your I wife did. take it? It's selfie stick. It's amazing. No. So uh, I'll I'll tell you what that is. You know, we were um, we went to go do an experience in, in the Florida, like Emerald Coast, like the Panhandle, which the beaches there. If you've ever been to the Panhandle, it, it's I'd never been up until that point, and I was kind of like blown away. I was like, dude, this is like the Bahamas. Like, why is it so pretty? So we were there, and that was at the time uh last year where we were going to do this whole avo bonfire experience george, george says he took that think I, took that photo oh <laughs> yeah, so there like, we go there we go <laughs> right from the horse's mouth he, he may have it was either him or somebody else uh from i'm pretty sure it was george so we're out there and we're filming like we did this crazy experience we had a bonfire going on and then we're going to use all this 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 footage and kind of make it a sizzle reel. So when we're like mm. talking about it with retailers, like this is what it's like, whatever. And you know, the, the experience happened and everything was great. But like the next day it just showed up on a text message in my phone. I was like, God damn, that's great. <laughs> that's Thanks, dude. Like that is, I, an amazing... I appreciate it. I know, couldn't, but, uh... I, the only way I could get a picture of myself <laughs> that cool is if AI did it. Cause there's no, there's no, possible uh, if only i had the AI there's photo. no way possible oh. i could do anything that cool all right let's go to the next one jordan all right now all right georgia mm, well this one's a little uh, too uh, sexy sorry, I don't eddie, know. eddie i brought this one up because there's been this conversation lately 
in the dojo studios and in my family about uh, the appropriate length of shorts. And I think in this image. Oh, yeah, that's 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 for swim shorts. That's how they're supposed to be. So now Jordan has kind of got on. Jordan has kind of got on me a little bit lately. Cause we went to Costa Rica. You want like five inches up from the knee on the swim shorts? I I'm a little bit out of touch now. Eddie, help help us help us uh, nerds that don't know style like you do. What's the appropriate length of uh, shorts in the summertime? So dude, you got to think of it this way, man. We're back to the '70s and the '80s. Okay. <laughs> you know, like it's it's an it's an era. I mean, people are wearing knee high socks again. Like it, it's a it's a it's a thing, dude. And, um, <laughs> yeah, so listen, that, that was actually one year ago, that photo. So that was on my honeymoon, which was also in the Balearic Islands in Spain, but not Ibiza. That was in Menorca. And, um, George. Yeah, I was in Europe. I, I wasn't good. <laughs> George is like, I did not take that picture. <laughs> Thank God. Thank God for that. <laughs> uh. I, I, dude, I love you. So, uh. We're, we're out there, and, like, I'm in Europe, man. I'm not wearing Speedos. I don't do that. Okay. But I will wear some shorts that are, you know, you know, five inches above knee, like a hand above knee, you a know. A hand. A hand. I like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we're, like, we're keeping it in the tobacco talk. That's, you know? our, that's our guideline, a hand. Because I'm, I'm, like, you know, still – I'm just – I'm just still just yeah, like you just hiked it up a couple inches from the knee. You're you're creeping up, you know. I'm a couple of years away from clam diggers. I'm still trying to like work <laughs> my way up, you know. I'm Every year to, we whoop, hike whoop. it up an inch until it's back in style to wear the the jinko. Yeah. <laughs> but board shorts. shorts will never go out of style. Board shorts, all right. And they're, uh, they're right so like, me. Eh, I don't think board, board, board shorts. Listen, man, I used to wear board shorts when I would surf a lot, and. You know, that was just that time, man. But like they're not they're not stuff. I'll I'll say I'm I'm I, I, I follow men's fashion, man. I, it's kinda weird, but I do and it's just that's just not what you I don't know. I don't think Fort <laughs> George not, looks good anymore. Well, I gotta I gotta tell you, Eddie, I did I just did recently purchase three pairs. <laughs> three pairs. More short talk than I expected. That are you know, sort of now in the realm, and and yeah, Jordan, up a Jordan on on Memorial Day, were you were you happy with what I did? I was. Okay, you're you're getting in there, Eddie. Up. Eddie, I'm getting in there. I'm getting into the realm. I guess back. I better buy new shorts. Yeah, yeah. So probably some. All right, let's go to the very last social media stalking image of the night because you guys are all gonna love this one. We've got. Eddie <laughs> and and Jack. Now let's. I I sort of feel like this image. You're sort of like it's one of those montages from a movie where you know you're like taking Jack into all these stores and he's just like yeah. buying stuff and you're like telling him, "Nope, that's terrible." Yep, yeah, that's it. That's- let's go suit shopping. <laughs> so, I I um I am notorious at everywhere I've worked for just I'm the guy that. When everyone's in jeans and t-shirts at the office, I'm the only idiot in a suit. (laughs) I've always done that. Ironically, once the pandemic hit and now we're, you know, still in a hybrid mode, you know, that we've adopted that. Like at that point, I was like, all right, fuck it. No one's in the office. I'm going to go and and dress casual. Um, But are you you wearing pants right now? I went through the whole process. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you're not even wearing pants right now, are you? (laughs) No. (laughs) I'm I'm wearing short, short shorts. Uh, So, 
the coochie cutters. No, so what it is is I, I that that's Jack's first day. And we were gonna play like a really fucked up joke on Jack. So the idea, <laughs> yes. like, like day one, I was going in. So we're I was like, dress up. This is Davidoff. None of that Jewish State stuff, all right? You, you dress up. <laughs> so so he's dressing up and then I hang up the phone and I literally start telling everybody in the office, come as bummy as you fucking can tomorrow. <laughs> everybody dress down. And and like in the last moment when I was getting ready in a moment, I was like, it's going to be hilarious. But I was like, man, he's going to be new to the team. No matter how confident he is, he's going to feel a little uncomfortable and on edge. So at the end of the day, I was like, I'll just dress up. It is what it is. Oh, oh, you're I'll too nice. Uh, you let him off the yeah. hook, Eddie. <laughs> yeah, you let him we off were, the hook. We were, we were like, Everybody dressed down, <laughs> and, so, and and it came, it came from a joke because I have a very good friend that's also on her team that it was his 40th birthday like a week before that picture, and we were all going to burn steakhouse like the the fancy old school steakhouse in Tampa, so we were all gonna go in tuxedos for his 40th birthday, and we actually all decided to show up in jeans and t-shirts. And he showed up in the tuxedo. Yes. Like we, we, we did it as a, as a joke to him. And then I was like, oh man, I'm going to do it again to Jack because. <laughs> but then I, think... I, just, I just felt bad. I think you're looking a little better than Jack here, though. He, he's, yeah. he needs to slim his suit down a little bit. No, he's, it's a bit big. he's getting there, you know. He's trimmed up. He's lost some weight. You know, he just needs to Oops. tailor in the suit. What do you call that? Uh, what do you call that pattern that you got on there, Eddie? Uh, window pane, I believe. Oh, wow. Dang. It's amazing. Yeah. And that's what we call <laughs> social media stalking, ladies and gentlemen. Social media stalking. Social media stalking. Woo! <laughs> All right, Eddie, as we wrap up tonight's Sorry. show, we have got to talk about Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest. Um, so here's the deal, folks. Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest is the last weekend in August every year, and it's it's the one of the two greatest events of the year. I always say Abe's event in um, in uh, South Florida and Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest are my two favorite events. Uh, they're amazing. But we do a bunch of lead-in events uh, to Rocky Mountain. One of them is uh, Thursday night. We do it here in Dojo Studios. We do a big show where we interview a bunch of uh, folks and we have a good time, a bunch of great food, party all night long into the night. But then the next day, we do the brewery beer tour where we get on buses and we drive around to different breweries. And this year, the brewery beer tour will be sponsored by uh, Camacho, which is going to be amazing. And then that night, Eddie, we are going to have the off-the-grid cigar dojo party at the Aloft Hotel in Broomfield. It is going to be amazing, Eddie. We've got all kinds of stuff planned. We've got Scotty's. Um, mobile lounge will be there. We're going to have some food there. We're going to have the uh, cornhole tournament on Friday instead of Thursday. We switch it up. We're moving the cornhole tournament to Friday in the parking lot because we just need to be able to focus. Here's normally what happens, Eddie. Normally on Thursday, we have the cornhole tournament, but me and Jordan yeah. are so in involved in the show that we we're kind of like dis, um, what do you call it, Jordan? We're, we're distracted. We're distracted. Yeah, and so it's tough for us. So we're going to move the Cornhole Tournament to Friday night. But, Eddie, that whole day on Friday before Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest is going to be the most epic day that anybody will ever experience. Let's 
talk about Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest and what's coming their way in late August. Man, <laughs> it's gonna be pretty rad. So you know, when I last went to the uh, Rocky uh, Mountain Cigar Fest, I, I went to your Thursday at your Jordan at your house. I want to say. Yep, that's my place. Yeah. Yeah. Great interior design, by the way. I, I must I must add, your bathroom is phenomenal. Appreciate um, it. <laughs> but uh, that said, um, it was great, man. Like, I, I fell in love with it on the spot. So for me, I was like, dude, this is, like, super rad because this is kind of, like, why I got that emotion on why I joined in the industry. And then I knew from then on, I was like, we have to figure out a way to, to, to get involved in this whole thing. And... Um, you know, I tried the following year. We couldn't make it happen, but then we did it at the Alof with uh, the burger battle, which right. was obviously amazing for everyone. You know, um, but the whole thing is, if we're gonna get involved, I mean, we gotta do the whole day. You know, we gotta make it a Camacho day. So if we're gonna do the whole, you know, brewery crawl, I mean, I I want a shotgun a beer at every brewery. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe. <laughs> you know, like that's that's the way we're gonna do. I mean. Live loud, for God's sakes. Oh, yeah. So I, I actually, so I, I made a recommendation in the office, and I don't know if it's actually uh, legally feasible. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> but at, at one point, I wanted to bring a tattoo artist to give away free Scorpion tramp stamps. Oh. <laughs> yes, I love it. It's only one like, guy that will do that. <laughs> well, somebody, some, Scott, somebody you're up next, Scotty. That. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh, listen apparently you get that tramp stamp you're going to eventually become our ambassador so <laughs> that's got to that be the most successful tramp stamp in history i was gonna say in, in that case sign me up where do we go <laughs> at least for a guy dude we got this i ha i have made him show that to so many people it's probably again an, an hr no no but i don't think jack's gonna complain but yeah, man, the, the whole idea is to have a great time. We're going to yeah. be smoking some incredible cigars. Um, I believe, if I am not mistaken, it would be around the time that we are going to unveil a brand new mm. Camacho mm -hmm. that is going to be a permanent addition. To the wow. Hello. Breaking so, news. Wait a minute. No yeah. rumors, no teasers, Coop. Yeah. Wow. He's busy buying Cracker Jacks. <laughs> but uh, that that should be um, around Barry's that in for the time. tramp stamp, you guys. Oh, we got one tramp stamp sign up. Barry Driscoll Dude, is in. We we will do it. All right, we, we will we we will fund that. I will figure out a way to get that. I was going to say, don't on an expense don't report. tease me, Eddie. I I've got my tattoo artist right here on my phone contact. I'll call him and get it set up. Don't tease we me. Need, we need we need somebody. There. We need somebody there. I don't I don't Barry. I don't know for sure if your skin it's pickled at this point. I don't know if that would work, but we'll see. Uh, but it's going to be an amazing day. And then, of course, yeah. folks, the very next day on Saturday uh, is Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest, which is an amazing event at the Omni Interlochen Hotel in Broomfield. It's on a golf course. And you get – you know what's really cool about Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest, Eddie Jordan, is the fact that it, at this particular cigar fest, you get your cigars up front. And so you just get to hang out and talk to the guys without, you know, sort of like waiting in that um, – 
cattle call yeah. sort of um, queue. You just get to kind of hang out. It's a beautiful location. It's about, what, six hours or so of just hanging out and having a great time. And then that night, Jordan, which we don't even advertise really. That night. That night we do. We go back to the loft, Eddie, and we have the uh, tailgate party where we do it oh, all wow. over again. Where, where there's no sponsor. We will never have a sponsor for the tailgate. Bring out your, you know, yeah, that's just a BYOB. Bring out your cool bottles, bottle share going yes. on. We pull all our trucks up, drop the tailgate, pull out the lawn chairs. So it's essentially, dudes. It's essentially three, four days of just pure cigar smoking, having a great time. So if you are still on the fence, should I go out there? Should I try to make myself available for this event? Yes, you should. Contact me uh, through dojoverse.com if you want uh, any information. We have a room block at the Aloft. It, it might be sold out at this point. I don't know. So, but we Eric, have an amazing... Yeah. Can I just say, yeah. and I'm going to say it to all the members of the audience, are you a dojo member? Are you in this? Because if you are in this, this is the Cigar Dojo pilgrimage. It this is. This is where you have to go. You come back, you pay homage, and you have a blast for like four or five days. It's con it's constant. And I, I think Eddie, we you know, uh, Randy Griggs um of Flavor Odyssey, our our host uh, Randy Griggs from Flavor Odyssey started this brewery beer tour a few years back. And Dancing Randy. It, it has turned out to be one of the I think the highlights of that oh yeah three days because it is so fun. Like Terrence Riley is on the bus. Mickey Pegg is on the bus. Tommy Lazuka is on the bus. Eddie Guerrero is on the bus. Like, you're going to be... Maybe Bradley. Maybe Steve Saka. Like, last year, we had to turn Bradley away... Bradley Rubin. Last year, we turned away Steve Saka. We yeah. were like, <laughs> Sorry, we dude. don't have room for you, brother. Like, <laughs> literally. We, it's still that, but, like, we... we Like, you're going to get to be hanging out with some of the pillars in the cigar industry that day. It's just an amazing time. And it, I can't wait for that night, Eddie. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, man. It, it's... Look, man, I... So, again, like, I I genuinely, authentically love this business and the culture, which is why I'm in it. Um, as I've mentioned to you before, I didn't mention it tonight, but I'll do it now. Like, before I even opened up my cigar lounge in Thailand, I used to log on to Cigar Dojo when it was just like a simple app when I was yeah. living in Asia because of the whole slogan, Never Smoke Alone. And I always found that to be, like, really unique, right? And... And that is like real truth. So I, I've been around, man. I've, I've done my travels and I, I got to say it, you know, and a lot of us share the same sentiment in this, in this industry. Like this is the raddest festival. There's really yeah. nothing like it. And then to be able to actually spend it like with you guys, like it's also super rad. And yeah, we're going to pull out all the stops as Camacho as the brand. And we're going to go for it. And we're going to have two barbecue food trucks there. We're going to be slicing brisket. We're going to be chugging beers. We're going to be smoking cigars. It's great. But it's not to sound cheesy, man. It, it's like it's about it's about the people, man. It, it's about the camaraderie. And, and it, it's something, you know, when when George got his promotion, it, this is this is true. Right. George, I hope you don't mind me saying this. George got 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 promoted this year which is how now we have Jack, but George has one stipulation on his promotion. He had, he had a, like a, he's like, uh, there's a, there's an asterisk here. He had a writer like, page. <laughs> yeah. He goes, if I get promoted, I'm cool with it, obviously, but I must still go to Rocky mountain cigar festival. <laughs> That's gotta George. be part of my thing. 
you know, so like it is real, man, you know, and it's a true testament to the, to the, between everything Smoker Friendly does and what you guys do, like, it's awesome. It's uh, really awesome. So I recommend people to go. Eddie, uh, before we sign off, just real quick on Camp Camacho. Uh, there was a super successful Camp Camacho this past year. Uh, real quick, Matt, uh, Matt Hall, you got to go on your very first Camp Camacho yeah, this year. I've got, I've got my shirt on. What did Tell Eddie your experience, what you thought of it, what it meant to you as being somebody who has never done anything quite like that before. Every single day was just an overload of experience you know like everything you see is so cool for the first time i i see the farm and i'm like man this is the coolest thing and then we go into the town i'm like man this is the coolest thing and then we go <laughs> to the factory and I'm like, man this is the coolest thing. it was just so overwhelmingly cool and i, I just had a blast the entire time like, yeah it was oh, yeah. so great so eddie uh next year i assume there'll be a full slate of um camp camachos that folks can uh sign up for at some point uh between now and probably December or something like that? Yeah, we, we will be making an announcement soon where, you know, like, we had a lot of key learnings this year because of the new airport. Right? Yeah, that, right, that right. That changed, that changed a lot. Um, so we're going to kind of, like, upgrade it a little bit more now because of that thing. So, like, we're considering adding an extra day. Or doing, right. Like, there's yes. so many things that we're working out details on right now. And we're, we'll make an announcement soon once we, we finalize that. But, oh, yeah, dude, we're going in, and we're going in hard this year. Like, it's fun. It is, it. it is absolutely one of the most amazing experiences that, that any cigar smoker, if you're into cigars at all, even if you're sort of casually into it, but you really love cigars, because there there's, there's, there's guys that go on these that aren't as, like, nerdy as we are that go on these and it sort of changes your life. It's it's a life changing experience. So uh, make sure to keep your eyes peeled for the uh, Camp Camacho announcement. And hopefully, maybe we'll do another uh, cigar dojo uh, exclusive, which we normally do with just uh, dojo guys, and we go down there because um, it is absolutely phenomenal. The city of Don Lee is a, is a very very charming, and amazing little town in Honduras. That that's very close to where the Camacho factory is there. And the and the house and there's no better accommodations in the in any tour, Jordan. No, um, that you can oh, stay no, that, in. That, those it's beds are incredible. Yeah, it is. Those beds are incredible. Yeah, honestly. it's a it is amazing. <laughs> amazing. So Eddie, I uh, I can't thank you enough for taking the time on a Friday night to uh, join us on Smoke Light Live, my friend. It has been a fantastic show. Oh man, listen, my my pleasure. I I love being on here, man. I it's it's. It's special to me, and and uh, yeah, I love doing it, man. So let's keep it rolling. Whenever, let's keep it uh, rolling. We can. Let's, let's, let's keep it going. All right, folks. On Wednesday night, uh, Flavor Odyssey returns with Robbie and Randy. Uh, the next segment will begin this coming Wednesday. Now, uh, Robbie and Randy have been arguing vigorously as to what the next segment will be, so I don't even know what it is yet, but I can tell you that on Monday – Robbie will do a Facebook Live, which will describe um, what we're going to be doing for the next four weeks on Flavor Odyssey, where we pair um, a type of cigar with a drink, or we t we pair a type of drink with a cigar. And it's an amazing show, so make sure to turn tune into that on Wednesday. As far as a week from tonight goes, we had a show planned, but we may pivot, so I can't say now. 
because we had a oh, we had a show planned, but now I don't know if I want to do that show for reasons that I won't say right now. But we may pivot and go to a even a more amazing show. So we'll be back uh, next Friday night on Smoking Alive, of course. But it's Friday night right now, so we can get on the Dojoverse.com. Get your phone out, go to Dojoverse.com, check into your favorite cigars, start earning your black belt today. Do a little uh, hashtag now playing if you're listening to some cool music that goes good with a cigar. And we want to see what you're drinking, too. We'll be doing this all night on the dojo. Until next week, remember. Or Sunday. Ne- oh, yeah. Cigar barbecue. Oh, cigar barbecue. Wait, wait, wait a minute. We forgot the cigar barbecue <laughs> episode. about what we're doing? Yes. We're Thank doing. you, Matt. Thank you, Matt. Whew. We're, we're going to be giving away two amazing prizes uh, this oh, Sunday dude. on Cigar Barbecue. Jordan, let's show the two prizes first. Eddie, prizes! The- so one, one person is going to win this. It's a Nomad portable grill. This thing is amazing. You can take this thing anywhere. It's a, it's a grill that you can take wherever you go. This is a $649 value. Jeez. Somebody is going That's to beast. win this. And so... Um, let's show the next prize. Another person is going to win this thing, which I didn't what even know. What the heck is that? I didn't even know what it's it was. It's a flamethrower. It's essentially <laughs> a flamethrower, but you can no, like, no, it's not essentially. It's a flamethrower. It is a flamethrower. <laughs> you can sear meat with it. Uh, Eric, I'm going to have to interrupt at this yes. point. Uh, our legal team it's is cutting in onto my earbud, and they are saying that the disclaimer is as follows. Cigar Dojo and Davidoff is not responsible for any misuse <laughs> of said sous vide gun, i.e. flamethrower. Okay, thank you. <laughs> yeah. So, so you sous vide, and then like to finish the, you just, the meat, you just you flame it with that so, thing. I need it. So... That is, I, I use this thing constantly. That's how we ended up getting it and doing all this whole thing. So, like, yeah, I sous vide a lot. I, I love cooking, right? So I sous vide a lot and I char everything afterwards with the with the flamethrower. But it actually, I use it to light my fire pit. I use it to light the charcoal mm-hmm. in my grill. I use it for all that kind of stuff. Um, it is, it is whoever whoever wins this, I you will thank me. It, this is <laughs> this is awesome. Yeah. This is the coolest thing ever so one so. person will win the portable grill one person will win the flamethrower and to enter all you got to do on sunday when you're cooking and you're smoking and you're hanging out just uh well i'll post some info on dojoverse.com to make sure you know exactly where to post your entries but you'll post it in the contest group and just post pictures of your food prep your cooking you're smoking you're hanging out you're having fun and we'll do that all day this coming sunday that's june 4th do it from wherever you are you don't need to be here you don't need to be there you'd be wherever you are in the world have some friends over or do it by yourself we don't care it doesn't matter we're gonna be having fun all day Never long for cigar barbecue which is sponsored by camacho davidoff avo it's gonna be an amazing day on cigar barbecue until next week remember folks never, never smoke, smoke alone. alone we'll see you next week Listen, kid, I've been in the industry for 33 years, and I've been smoking cigars for 50 years. I've had just about every brand ever made. What the heck am I smoking now here? This is the H. Upman 1844 Classic. Initially, I'm detecting tasting notes of coffee, black pepper, wood, and and, and little hints of sweet cream. I'm getting some hot tamale, uh, uh, big ziti, pork chops on the grill. Mashed potatoes with butter, flounder. Are we smoking the same cigar he is? 
fossilized earth, miniature pizzas that you put in the microwave. Are you, are you talking about bagel bites? Bagel bites. I'm getting some bagel bites out of this. Lasagna, cocoa puffs, portobello mushrooms, guava, banana pudding, salami, foot powder, an everything bagel.